You're listening to the Getting Mindful with Megan podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Getting Mindful with Megan podcast. Today we are talking about ahimsa. Ahimsa is one of the yamas of yoga. It's actually the first yama of yoga and it is Sanskrit and it translates to mean non-harming of any living. So I just like to call this the yama of love. This is the yama of charity, of pure love, of what is for the highest good of all, very similar to thou shalt love thy neighbor or thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself, thou shalt love God. I think God is really trying to teach us something here because whenever we're not in the energy of love, something is off. There will be tension in the body. There will be tension in like the energetic field around your body and it will start to project outward. And so he's always trying to tell us like, just love people, just love people, just love people, just love people. And we're like, we don't know how it's hard. And so I'm really excited to teach you guys what I know about loving others, loving myself and loving God and how we can detox from judgment and detox from these negative emotions and things that don't serve us anymore. So let's jump right in. The first thing I want to talk about is one of my favorite speeches ever. It was given by Ezra Taft Benson, and it's called Beware of Pride. And when I think of the word pride, I commonly think of when we put ourselves above others, when we're like looking down on others, I'm better than you, you're a loser, that kind of stuff. But he takes this in a completely different direction that I absolutely love. He says that pride is any enmity with God. And he describes enmity as any opposition to God. So anytime we're in opposition to God, we are in a state of pride and pride is sin. And so here's the idea. God has told us that there are no classes, there are no castes, there are no systems, there are no levels. We are all one. We are all the body of Christ. We are all one. And so when we start thinking that somebody is above us or below us, that is pride. And I think of a lot of times we just think of people being when we think people are below us, but how often do we think that others are above us, that we are below others? And then we almost make that seem like we're being humble or we're being thoughtful and not selfish like not prideful, right? But it actually is pride because God has told us that that's not truth. And when we act in opposition with truth, it is pride. When I think of sin and when we we sin and we have pride and, you know, we do these things that are out of alignment with the energy of the universe, with God, our source power, it, what happens is it creates tension in the body. And I think of when it says like that they were damned, think of a dam. It means that the the flow, it stops progression, right? Like it gets stuck. And I even think energetically, we see that in our bodies. We have this energetic flow throughout our body along our meridian lines and chakras, whatever you want to say. And it stops the flow and these the sin, this emotion, this negative emotion gets stuck in the body, but also around us, like we we feel stuck. If anything, I could tell you guys like just beware of pride, beware of doing this thing where we put people below us or above us because it's going to create tension in your body. It's going to keep you stuck. It's going to feel like damnation and it is not a good feeling. And so we don't want to do it, but I think figuring out how to not do it is kind of tricky. And that's where I'm hoping I can help you guys today. So the first thing I want to talk to you about is putting yourself below others. When we put ourselves below others and we think, I need to be where they are, I need to try to get up to where they are, what we do is we either try to pull them down to where we are, you're up here, 
you're above me. So I got to pull you down. So we're the same because it doesn't feel good. It feels shameful for me to be below you. Or we see them up above us and we're like so graspy to get up there and it feels terrible. And so I just want you to become aware, like, and become conscious of yourself in this way. Like either of those like sticking out to you, do either of those things feel like something that maybe you're doing? I will be so honest with you guys. For me, sometimes I look up. I don't seem to want to pull people down, but I look up and I want to go up and I get real frustrated. And I don't think I see clearly always, especially with social media or especially with like just the world we live in where we see so much of people's lives. I don't see clearly people's struggles. And so I think when I'm having a struggle goal that I must be below them and something must be wrong. When the reality is, is that we are all humans on this earth having a very human experience, which means all of us have ups and downs. All of us has positives and negatives. All of us have failures and wins. All of us have weaknesses and strengths, and they're all going to be very different and they're all going to look different. And it's so easy for our human brain to think that theirs are better than ours. But I think personally that that's just crap. Your brain is always just feeding you. (laughs) You got to be careful about the stuff your brain's feeding you. I also think this can be difficult because I think our brain does like to work in systems. And so when God's like, hey, we're not going to do the whole system thing. And then we're like, ooh, my brain likes systems, though. And he's like, yeah, I know that's your natural man. And you're like, ooh, I don't know how to overcome my natural man. He's like, you got to figure it out. And so this is what I think we have to do is we just have to become very conscious that that's your natural man. When it's starting to put people into levels and systems and classes your brain's just doing what it does. It, it likes things organized like that. It doesn't like the nuances. It doesn't like that middle ground. It likes all or nothing. It likes levels. It likes things organized. It's one of its gifts, but it gets overused when we use it in ways that the spirit or God or our highest self knows is not aligned. And so the first thing is going to be just gaining consciousness over it. Like my brain is probably going to do this and I'm going to have to rework and rewire that neurocircuitry so that it stops doing that. How do we rework and rewire? So this is my favorite way to do this is once we gain consciousness over it, we can change our thoughts. That is the first step I would say is change your thinking. So for me, it's really easy to get to, okay, like, no, like there really isn't levels of human beings. In our world, we've made a lot of levels of human beings, but in what I believe is really true, there isn't levels. So I start to show myself evidence of that when I think that thought, there are no levels. But still, my brain likes to do it naturally, and I have a long pattern and habit of doing it over the last 30 years. And so what can I do instead? Well, here's the thing, you guys. Your brain falls into whatever is familiar. So whatever's familiar in your brain is what your brain is going to look at and go to. If it's familiar for you to feel discontent because you're always reaching and trying to get to the next thing, the next level, and so you never feel content where you are, that's going to be familiar for your brain. So it's going to go to the familiar. So what I think we should do is we should become familiar with the things that we want to create. Become familiar with the thoughts that we want to be thinking. Become familiar with the behaviors we want to behave in. If we want to behave in alignment with God by seeing everybody as one and treating everybody as one and not making class or levels, then we have to familiarize ourselves with what that looks like in our heart, might, mind, and strength, in our thoughts, feelings, actions, and results. 
How do we familiarize ourselves with that? Well, the way that I do it is through meditation. I go into a meditation and I start to familiarize myself with no levels, right? Like I, I show myself seeing people and thinking, wow, we're the same. I show myself like hugging somebody and just really visualizing what it would feel like to be in pure love towards all the people that I'm around and not to feel better than them or worse than them, but to just be one with them. And for me, what that looks like when I visualize this through meditation, and we will totally have a meditation on this in the app, but what this feels like to me is it feels very present because here's what I found. When I'm not trying to analyze what level and where you're at and you're standing in my brain, I'm able to get very present with you. And I don't know about you guys, but have you ever thought, wow, like presence is like the biggest gift somebody can give. Like when somebody's not analyzing me and they're just really with me, they just see me, they're here with me. They don't, they're not trying to figure things out in my brain. Like, oh, is she right? Is she wrong? Is she good? Is she bad? Is she, am I here? Is she there? That's when I'm able to connect so deeply with somebody. That creates the deepest type of connection. And I think it is so beautiful. I really believe that like the main way that we practice pure love is by being deeply present. Stop analyzing what people need to do different or how they could be better or how you could be better or how what they're saying is actually making you feel bad because you're realizing, crap, they're better than me. Like we've got to stop doing that. So we have to familiarize ourselves what it looks like to not do that and how it would feel in your body to be in the energy of love. We practice hate a lot. We practice judgment 24-7. I think it's one of the biggest plagues of our generation is that we have these beautiful little phones that we scroll and we literally judge, judge, judge. And we have very quick judgments that we're making judgments and we don't even realize it. And so we have to familiarize ourselves with not analyzing other people, with not deciding every five seconds if we're above or below somebody. We have to familiarize ourselves with the energy of love, with the energy of charity and just goodness and happiness and joy and confidence. Because when we can hold our confidence, that gives everyone else the ability to hold theirs around us. And so one of my favorite thoughts is that there's acceptance, there's rejection, and then there's just pure love. And so a lot of times people are like, I just need you to accept me. I just need you. I just need acceptance. And I think acceptance is nice to give, but it's still, you're still analyzing. You're still making a judgment. Okay, now I accept you versus rejection, which is again, you're analyzing and then you're making a decision. I'm going to accept you or I'm going to reject you versus this concept that I think is difficult for people to get into. But if we could, That's where all the healing and the connection and the closeness come to. And that's just pure love, which is just being deeply present with somebody, not analyzing if they're right or wrong, not analyzing if they're good or bad, not analyzing if they're above you or below you, just being with them. That is charity. That is the pure love of Christ. And my, I love the quote, charity never faileth. And so a lot of people are like, you don't accept me. And you don't accept me because you don't say I'm right about all of this or whatever, or you're rejecting me and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what if we stopped all of that? Like, what if we could just get into pure love, which is just pure presence, being with someone without all the analyzing, without trying to figure out these things. To me, that is practicing ahimsa. One of my favorite stories is of, I can't remember the doctor's name, you guys, I'm going to butcher this, but 
you guys are going to have heard it before, where they spoke certain words to certain plants and then over a course of time and then watched how it changed the different plants is fruit that it bore pretty much like what it looked like in the end, right? And the plants that got really positive and just love spoken to them, those plants like were blooming and so healthy. And the ones who got hate and judgment and rejection and those types of things given to them, they were like dead. They were not doing well. And so every thought that we think produces energy in the field around us. And every feeling that we feel is energetic and every behavior has the ability to literally create. And so when we put our thoughts, feelings, and actions together, it is creative power. So I just want you to become very conscious. Like, what are you creating in your body? Are you judging yourself? Are you speaking words of rejection, of rude, of hate, of all of that kind of stuff? Because if you are, you're going to create bad fruit. So often we think that if we just tell somebody that they suck, that they'll do better. You guys, when has that ever worked? It doesn't work. It never works. But what does work is love, pure love. It doesn't mean I think you're right. It doesn't mean I think you're doing everything perfect. But I do think that you're just like me, that we both struggle, that we both have ups and downs and strengths and weaknesses. And that my job is just to be here loving you exactly where you are, not needing you to change, not needing me to change, just us being connected together. So I want to give you guys some thoughts. So first of all, I want you to practice a judgment detox. This is a challenge. This is something I'm going to do. I want you to try to be around people. And whenever your brain starts wanting to judge, good or bad, I want you to disrupt the pattern. So this is really funny, but sometimes to disrupt patterns, I spray myself in the face with water. I literally have a spray bottle and I'll spray my face in the water. I'm like, we're not doing judgment. What am I doing? I'm training the animal within, right? Like we're not doing judgment. Okay, barking dog that wants to judge everything because it likes systems and it likes organization and it gets stressed out a little bit at first when we don't judge. I'm like, trust me, body and mind, you will feel better if you do this. So I'm going to spray you in the face 10 times because it only takes like two weeks to really get these things changed in us. I'm going to spray myself in the face every time I feel judgment and I'm going to change that pattern. I love thinking of it like this. Like there's like this thought feeling pattern that we we go in circles and circles. We have to go in and disrupt it and we have to take it the other way and we have to start creating on purpose the things we want. And don't you love the feeling of pure love? Like, don't you love to just love people? It feels so good. You can feel that 24 seven. You can feel that with everybody you meet, but your job is to just be with them. And I know that this is easier said than done, but you can do it. We can resolve the inner conflicts of our life We can forgive, we can let things go, and we can be free-flowing energy again. We don't have to be damned. We don't have to sit in this any longer. So one of my favorite quotes, or I guess mantras is, I guess it's not a mantra. I have a couple. So one of them is that I ask myself often, it's, what does the most compassionate version of me do? I have found so much that asking myself this question really never leads me astray. Compassion really is such a beautiful emotion that feels really great results. So maybe practice this. What does compassion say to do right now? Another thing that I like to do when I don't feel like I can get to a compassionate place, like I'm like real annoyed or real mad, I really think somebody's doing it all wrong, is I invite myself to get curious. I start asking why. Well, I wonder why they would do that. And I know this is analyzing, but this is kind of like a step towards pure love, right? 
we're going to go, why would they do that? Hmm, I wonder what they're going through right now. I wonder what they're feeling. And I really believe that curiosity breeds compassion. When we can really start to look in and see what's going on in people's lives, we start to feel compassionate because we realize that, like, once again, we are all so similar, that we are all in the same boat. We're all just trying to figure this out. Another thought that I use when I'm trying to feel love and charity and let go of judgment is I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. It feels so peaceful to me to just be exactly where I'm meant to be and they're exactly where they're meant to be and nothing's gone wrong. Just because we're different, just because we see this different, nothing's gone wrong. It's totally okay. It really is. Like difference doesn't have to mean disconnection. In fact, some of the people I'm most connected to are polar opposite from me. So there's a quote. You should take that one. Difference doesn't equal disconnection. You guys, I am going to go spray myself in the face with water over and over again today because I'm noticing this coming up in my own life. I notice myself see other people having things that I don't have or doing things I'm not doing and I feel like I'm missing something and that I'm below them or something silly like that. And then I get weird. And so I really want to break this pattern and how I'm going to do it is I'm going to thought work myself and then I'm going to become familiar with what I really want, which is just to be with people and just enjoy connecting with people. You guys, we're all on the same playing field. We're all on the same path or like the same plane. And our work is just to love people. When you love people, you feel better and you create better things. When you love yourself, you feel better and you create the things that you're wanting to create. Judgment does not change behavior, but love does. So tap into that pure love, tap into charity. Charity never faileth. I love that quote. I think it all the time. I'm like, it doesn't ever hurt me to be in the energy of love. Just never hurts to be in charity. So you guys, I love you. I am so grateful that you're here listening to this. I hope that something here stood out to you. I hope you enjoy your beautiful day. I love you all. Namaste. Thanks again. We'll see you next time.